Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today, we're probing into Season 2, Episode 9, Alien Devastation. Woo! Destroying buttholes one probe at a time. Glad that's out of there. Unfrozen. Yeah. For those that don't know, we have special chairs hooked up. Yeah. Uh, that's not a, a, a sound effect. It's our, these chairs that go up into our rectums when we sit down. Yeah. And as soon as the the probe device is out, our voices go back to normal because it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of like uh, I don't know what those toys are called that hit your prostate, but uh, it's the like prostate one of those. grabbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pro grabs yeah. the yoinker. Yeah. Hello, schlompin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just grip your nuts right. to really just pull that down to open up your buttholes far as possible right and that's what really gets that hype and it touches the inside and outside of your prostate yeah it's quite nice which is the taint (laughs) (laughs) it's the double down we got some uh fresh buca Buca de de beppo sitting right in our tum-tums right now some fresh peps from buca de beps we probed our our mouths with uh and probed our stomachs with some stuffed shells some pizza and some antipasto salad. Sticking with the hits, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as we said, Buca de Beppo, not as good as it was. Right. But not Back as bad as it sort of was yeah. <laughs> in the middle. Still expensive for right. what it is. Still the best in the before time. Like, like I don't know. For me, the heyday of this particular one we went to was like at least eight, nine years ago and pre oh, yeah. before that. Yeah. So. With the, the pizza had the big chunky bits of tomatoes, yes. and the sauce was just oh, super fresh tasting. Oh, Joey still <laughs> jerks off to the the <laughs> thought of the mozzarella oh, yeah. being made on site. <laughs> just you know, really living that cream. Ooh, that probably now stick with me here, sticky with me here. It probably would feel good <laughs> if you had those those balls of mozzarella, but not so not ice cold like in the ice bath. But if they were yeah, like room temperature, just, cool. just to yeah, jam your dick in there, probably feel yeah, pretty good, like a flashlighty type. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. it would be like uh, stinky silicone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, give me some of that rotted Ooh. silicone, baby. Mm. <laughs> I feel like you would just tear it up too much, though. Like you're probably right. It'd be almost like a violent kind of dream fantasy that I have <laughs> of just tearing a woman apart it'd with my penis. Yeah. But then in reality, my weenus is three inches right um, by one with Viagra. If I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. How's uh, How's it going, Steve? It's good. Yeah. yeah it's a weeknight. Yeah. We're doing our usual record. Mm-hmm. Got the cats running around like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. You know, getting all jazzed up. I was a little uh, under the weather since mm. Thursday night. I think. Um. So if I sound shitty, then sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. So. <laughs> Lord's force right here. Oh yeah. I wish. Fucking wish that some of this alien tech. Yeah. Could have ever been used to cure the common cold or cure diseases or stuff maybe, like that. But maybe, no, we just want to learn about how to build fucking stone pyramids. Maybe because we're part <laughs> alien. That's why we ooze green when we're sick. Oh, it's there you go. It's part of our alien DNA coming <laughs> yep. out of us and our body uh, putting us all back together. Again. Right. <laughs> Literally falling apart. Yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of this episode for no reason at all. Yeah. Uh, like halfway through the episode right. almost. Start talking about. Uh, Alien-human hybrids, which yeah, is again. could be an episode in and of itself, and I think it is later yeah. on. But well, I feel like we already did that with all the like great oh, yeah. characters. That was like that the stuff. gods yeah. and the aliens and all that stuff too. But there is there is uh, I like guarantee because I can I can faintly remember there's an episode all about 
like he, like alien DNA or alien mm. genetics mm-hmm. and things. Um, but uh, yeah, for now we're talking about have these aloids uh, been up there and inter- interfering with the world with climate change with mm-hmm. uh, Noah's Ark flood with the fucking volcanoes that have bursted with earthquakes like yeah. all this resetting shit resetting the earth at will right basically. Um, but yeah, we we start off with a segment that is laughable to us now, um, which is all about the old uh, twenty twelve December twenty first twenty twelve apocalypse oh, date yeah. Yeah. from the Mayan calendar. And That's real, baby boy. When you were in twenty ten twenty eleven, did you get fucking sick of hearing about oh twenty twelve? We're all gonna fucking die, man! Like all this shit. shit. I just you know tucked myself into little bed by, and I oh, said yeah. adios, motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> And then I woke up. Right. I had a massive amount of debt still. I right. thought the world was going to be over. <laughs> right. Um, did some crimes. Yeah. Some dead still, kids in your yeah, bed. Yeah. It's it's not good. <laughs> it didn't end well for yeah. me. Well, people don't know, but you're doing this show as your community service. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to tell people not to do these things. Right. I'm in a private cell currently. Right. We aren't even in the same room. Um, that's why it's kind of awkward sometimes when you hear us, you know, some disconnects and yeah. such. Uh, yeah, there's that little bit of a Skype delay sometimes, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, but your sentence was a little easier because it was in Puerto Rico, so it was just a territory. So it's like yeah. over here, you it's probably would have got like life in prison, death on. penalty. But yeah. over there, it's like eh, six months in jail and yeah. five whatever. years of community service or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So. But I can't leave the island. That could be a podcast. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We yeah. haven't had power. I've just been um, on a treadmill myself to generate the electricity right. <laughs> since the big hurricane wiped us out. Yeah. Uh, I've lost about 40, 50 pounds. It's pretty good. Um, I was going to make the joke. <laughs> I haven't lost any weight yeah. yet. <laughs> I keep just eating yeah. pasta leos and uh, right. some other shit. Right. Quesitos. Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite uh, Spanish explorer was pasta mm. leos yeah. <laughs> when we were doing oh, world history. Hello. <laughs> I am pasta leos. Hey, I'm Italian. See. <laughs> <Si>. Yeah. <laughs> Arigato. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we start off in, uh, as <laughs> Kevin Jack Sparrow would say, mm. Tortuguero, yeah. Mexico. Where's the rat? And uh, Tortuguero was uh, a major Mayan city from 250 to 900 AD. Um, we they talk about how these fully fledged, fully formed Mayan hieroglyphs were found in this ancient city, and uh, that has and literally says uh, in April 20, 2006, we found proof that the world will end or the gods will return, and yeah. so um, it does this weird. The show does this weird thing where it gives so much credit to yeah. a certain culture of people, but then in the next sentence, zero credit. Takes it all the way Only, down. like, it's just, yeah, it makes them the dumbest people ever, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's being a little harsh, but hey, I'm sick. F it, okay? <laughs> Short fuse Fuck today. you, baby. Um, yeah, they, they have Von Daniken on there real quick to go that the, the gaud Balonyaktep will return in fire and glory. And that's, you know, no. proof that... One of their main gods is going to come back um, and bring about uh, fire and smoke and this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, this dickhead comes on who I think later I name him. It's not. I think it's William Bradley. Um, or no, sorry, it's no. not. It's somebody else. It says uh, his only his only accolade is author slash lecturer. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay, I write that could be talk. anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he he comes on and very. Just astutely and with a lot of assur- uh, with, with assurance says, the Mayans were attuned to a higher knowledge, and they knew for a fact that December 21st, 2012, would be a new age for the Earth. Yeah, straight up fact, baby. Right. I'm like, okay. So I looked up. I mean, I'd already done this years ago, 
obviously we don't need to debunk this because we're all still alive. Yeah, <laughs> it's, are it's we, Joe? 2018 are right we? now. Yeah, we're living in a hologram, baby. Sorry, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Sorry about your radiation. Yeah. Uh, I was going to be mean and say, I guess it could make you walk again, but that's kind of uh, yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Um, uh, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Stephen Hawking uh, agreed to be on the show in two, yeah. two or three episodes, yeah, I think. He'll yeah, he'll be here. <laughs> um, Got to have a coat. <laughs> you, can, you could imitate his voice pretty yeah. easily, actually. Hi, <laughs> right, Joey. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Black holes are pretty crazy, it's literally, huh? It's literally like Bullwinkle <laughs> mixed with the Talkboy radio uh, yeah. recorder commercial. Hi, Joey. We'll be right home. <laughs> Bye, Joey. Time is the fourth dimension. <laughs> the time travelers left me behind, yeah. Joe. This is also another very mean joke, <laughs> but uh, the ew, stop drooling on me joke would also work yeah. for Stephen Hawking. Oh, stop drooling on me. <laughs> yeah, stop drooling on me. I loved your image. You went from normal to just yeah. fast normal. Yeah. To yeah. Stop drooling on me. Yeah, stop drooling yeah. on me. Yeah, stop drooling on me. Because that's what they yeah, did. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, as if we needed to, uh, this has been debunked. So, the Mayans had something they called uh, on their calendars, like, they're, they're, they were stoked on, like, figuring out complicated math, you know, yeah. just like people in the Renaissance did and whatever, too. So, um, they had well, something And called, astronomy and all the lining up and right. everything like that. Uh, yeah, very intelligent, like, because, you know, they were, they were doing the kind of math that people in the Renaissance were doing a few hundred years later, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, they had something called the long count, um, which was, like, kind of this equation that planned their whole creation to... Um, like their creation myth to when the world would renew itself again. It did yeah. not mean an apocalypse of any kind. It just mean a big change or that the earth would um, move on or whatever. And yeah. literally it's more, they literally said it's more akin to just how we celebrate new year every mm-hmm. year. The new year doesn't change, but culturally we kind of go, okay, it's a fresh start, even though yeah. it's literally just another trip around the sun. New like year, nothing, new me. You know. Come on, baby. Get right. with it. Um, and so, Anyway, they predated their their civilization by a thousand years. They started earlier than they can have anything recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they it, it finishes on December twenty first, twenty twelve, give or take a day, um, on that winter solstice. Um, and so everyone, of course, somehow interprets this as oh, the fucking end of the world, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I remember looking this up years ago, and there was a guy that literally is like the current living Mayan prince, like the current like the the guy most genetically tied to the royal family bloodline okay. or whatever mm-hmm. and he was like no it was like it was like you were going to have like a big party that day it wasn't right, it wasn't right. because fire and brimstone was going to come okay. down from the sky or we were predicting a comet or something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that so um again 5 minutes of research is not that hard yeah. um but then uh you know so sukalos comes on real quick there's not a lot of like <laughs> Like fun Sukes quotes or yeah. anything in this episode. It's kind of a shame. And no, no childress again. Right, a childress free episode. Childress. We'll try to work it. Uh, don't tune out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know you love it. Here's how shitty the episode's yeah. gonna be, but we appreciate you listening. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there was some kind of weird alien-like substance right. in the Aztec mines as I got consumed by the large-breasted women there. Right. Yada, yada, uh, yada. Yeah. Children's coming. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so sick of this show already. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it, the, the classic uh, Childress line of, in my mind, yeah. like as if that justifies things, that comes up with Jason Martell, the slick mm-hmm. back kid later. I, it's, it's a funny thing to say, like... In my mind, that phrase, it literally is just a very slightly, just idea. literally yeah. just a slightly smarter way of going, in my opinion, yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Like, yeah. in, like is. With to, all due respect. Right. They're trying and to, then say whatever. 
Yeah, they're trying to say, like, you know, with my logic and thought process, which, yeah. again, is just another way of saying, in my opinion, like, yeah, that's yeah. what an opinion is. Yeah. like Because uh, this is all opinion-based, which, again, right. we're open to all the ideas, right. but don't state certain things as facts right. if they're not facts. And this is one of the ep- – there are, there are right. episodes that I'm hoping we get to soon that do a really great job of going, huh, they haven't not explained yeah. that. They haven't, right, they haven't right. explained that away. That's pretty cool. Or like, go Beckley Tepe was a good example yeah, of that. Yeah, like, there's yeah. still fucking eighty percent of Crazy it under the yeah. earth. It's, it's cool. Kind of spooky. Like, kind of <laughs> scary. I saw my dad's <laughs> ball sag. Hanging. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty done balls. <laughs> these, <laughs> Full of seam. These are not the normal man's balls. <laughs> these could only be chariots of load or man juice, which is the fruit of life. <laughs> <laughs> my father was. Just removed from gay men. <laughs> so he was wet and dripping with utterly fantastic glazes. <laughs> Washing down the yeah. drain like, at an alarming rate. <laughs> like, imagine being at a Krispy Kreme Donuts where they're going through deliciously, being covered in that ooey, gooey goodness <laughs> that just glazes every one. And it appears to make me feel... Gay ways, <laughs> but I didn't act on those feelings. <laughs> and then I my came. lovely wife. <laughs> can't remember her name. <laughs> Joey can't remember yeah. her name. Tabitha or something. <laughs> Some kind of call sign yeah. or. <laughs> what? Um, All right, let's get back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's your dose of children, so you fucking pigs. Eat it up. <laughs> you know that's what you come here for. Here's your slop hole. <laughs> we know that's when you come. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, oh, we forgot to read our little reviews, but we'll get to that in a bit. No, that's usually uh, at the end, right? That's true, yeah. Um, anyway, Sukes comes on and says, you know, oh, like, why would they pick a thousand years before they lived and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, again, justifying it just by sharing their creation myth. Yeah, like, yeah. every other fucking culture and religion for the last 12,000 years had a creation myth mm-hmm. and flood myths and this and that and whatever. Yeah. So nothing very interesting. Um they go to the Book of Revelations, which for I don't know why you wouldn't, but for those that don't know, it's the it's uh was told to the Apostle John, I think, um, by an angel about how in the end times God is gonna come back, Christ will come back in human form, and you don't want to be around by then unless you're yeah. one of the the pious and 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 all that stuff, because God's gonna judge every wicked person on the yeah. earth. Uh he's gonna bring all the physical Annihilation things, floods, earthquakes of this, like make the yep. seas boil with blood. Fire brimstone. For more on this, watch the scene in Ghostbusters yep. where Winston uh, is talking about how he's scared because it's all in the book of Revelation, the dead rising from the oh, grave Testament. and stuff like that too. Yeah. So, um, But uh, not to make use of the other Winston, prominent Winston scene in the Ghostbusters 2 mm. when the train mm-hmm. flies Ooh. through him and he goes, ah! <laughs> yeah. And if you want a funny image, look up Ernie Hudson, right. fucking oh, Ernie yeah. Hudson. Yeah. And there's a picture yeah, like of him perfectly cutout. placed in front of his own cardboard <laughs> cutout right. at a con. It's like he's banging him. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so they're just giving you a chunk of, of annihilation myth kind of things. Um, we then go to what is still the most interesting part of most of these episodes to me is the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Um, so 1942, the Dead Sea Scrolls are found. Uh, these were a bunch of books written, supposedly written in the time when Christ was alive. Um, and we've talked about the book of Enoch before on angels and aliens and a couple other ones before that, uh, which is an apocryphal book that really, ter- really focuses on a more Greek Roman style, um, 
uh, view of the angels, almost as demigods yeah. themselves. There's orders of angels and this and that, and that exists in the Bible now, but yeah. it's much more played Fucking down. People. Um, yeah. yeah, this was much. Yeah, the Book of Enoch was much more like, oh, the angels mating with people and angels fighting each other and fallen angels versus non-fallen angels and da da da. So anyway, the War Scroll uh, in this Dead Sea Scrolls talks about a future apocalyptic war between the forces of light. And dark. Um, and just kind of reiterating that these apocryphal, apocalyptic battles it describes uh, between these, you know, different factions of aliens or of angels mm-hmm. really should just be viewed as different factions of aliens, you know, because it's like, hey, if if there were a bunch of angels uh, by this omnipresent, all powerful God, why would they be fighting with each other? Because wouldn't they just right. be kind of because that was the whole thing. The angels all don't really have free yeah. will like humans had the gift of free will. Um, one of the Angels reasons Satan was exist. all pissed yeah, off that yeah. you know they got the humans got all these gifts they didn't, but then and he knew to be pissed off. Like see, that's just a whole other religious Believe. craziness. Yeah. Um, but uh, but still, in terms of consistency like this, everyone's like, well, if why why would they be angels if they were all just servants of God, like beings right. created from God and all right. that stuff? They wouldn't be fighting with each other. They, they, they must warriors. be yeah. right. They must be aliens just interpreted right. as angels right. with the power of flight. So. Um, you can listen to two episodes ago, Angels and Alien. We go very deep into that one. Um, but anyway, uh, then the narrator comes on and goes, could this also just be natural fucking climate change? Like a, right. a, the cycle of climate change on the Earth. They talk about, I wrote it down later, I forgot, but there's the huge volcano from 75,000 years ago. Blows up, uh, puts a ton of, they have Michael Denon, who's the UCI physics mm-hmm. guy, um, talking about geology <laughs> on this, but yeah. they kind of use him as like, the main just science guy now, even though, I mean, physics covers a lot of shit, but it's like, (laughs) he's not really like a geologist or whatever. I don't know why they didn't have geology Jesus on here talking about this volcano, but whatever. Um, Talks about basically how volcanoes can create a nuclear winter of sorts where they block the the rays of the Mm -hmm. sun. You get a lot of plant life dying. Um, You know, supposedly the fucking, uh, uh, the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs does the same kind of thing. Right. Uh, Makes the world very cold and fucked up and like a desert and whatever. So, it creates what they what it call scientists will call call a genetic bottleneck, um, and I don't think it's Diet Pepsi, baby. Yeah, not the <laughs> um, good stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. For the people that are put through this genetic bottleneck, it's like getting a warm RC cola. Okay, it just yeah. kind of sucks. You got to put it in your mouth, but it sucks, mm-hmm. and you suck. Yeah, because you're uh, a piece of shit. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's you know, Sukes comes on. He's very proud to say, you know. Now, these genetic bottlenecks, they, at one time, there was only 3,000 homo sapiens on the entire planet. So, which is, you know, if that's true, I'm assuming he got that fact from somewhere, but... Um, I mean, there's probably only so many of any creature at one point, right. I guess, right? So, but yeah, but, but for, you know, a billion of them, not a billion, but a, a large number to get culled out, um, that will create a decent amount of change, and the ones that survive... And have to be, you know, the right situation, the right time, the right environment, and the right genetic traits, you know, to yeah. to and, last. You know? And they're even looking at more, like, you know, as of last year, not such a hard pass of, like, Cro-Magnum man to, like, Homo sapien. Like, there's, right. like, a much deeper blend over right. time. Right. That's one of the issues in this episode I had with as uh, – Everything's overnight, overnight. It's like, no. Exactly. I know. Yep. <laughs> Maybe in, like, the course of billions of years, you right. could argue it's overnight. But it's but a I blink of an eye. 3,000 years to blink of an eye, I guess. It was exactly right. overnight. Exactly. Like, there's some shit that we'll, took We'll come to that. But I'm just saying, they kind of that do that a lot in oh, this one. Oh, I'll and, come yeah. to that. Oh. <laughs> what the? <laughs> side, side effect. Boom. <laughs> just smacking yeah. metal. Yeah. Oh, I'll come to that. 
bang. Um, but uh, so aside from, I'll skip ahead a little bit here, but like we've all learned that Neanderthals were probably not as dumb as we thought. They're, they found Neanderthal art. They found all yeah. this shit that they never thought Neanderthals could do and only Homo sapiens could do. That's why they found that Homo sapiens, but the big theory is that Neanderthals didn't die, that they were bred out with right, Homo right. sapiens too. Yeah, um, evolved into. Right. And so, uh, and even just because they lived, they, you know, some of them lived at the same time, they probably would have fucked or yeah. taken or pillaged and Whatever. Raped. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but this was kind of a macro thing. So hopefully this is interesting. But I'm like, uh, William Bradley is on here and he talks about, I think I called him, uh, um, Slobney Dangerfield or something like that <laughs> later, but, uh, uh, he's on, we're not, I, I didn't even want to give him a name. He's on this episode quite a bit. So I kind of mm-hmm. had to call him out. I think he was the guy I mentioned before, right? Before I wrote his name down. But, okay. Yeah. But, uh, he's on here. He wrote, um, um, a fucking crazy nonsense book. Like, right. um, like gnarlier than chariots of the gods by Von Daniken, mm-hmm, like way mm-hmm. gnarlier stuff and specific. But he talks about how, you know, the cyclicalness of the world is, just keeps happening over and over and and you know humans are part of this cycle and it seems like the aliens are part of this cycle too like all this finale so i'm yeah on a macro level we're talking about two different things too so mm-hmm. like the cyclical or simply the repetitive nature of any system whether it yeah. be an ecosystem a solar system a, a galactic system mm-hmm. a fucking household dna like whatever the reason that life exists here on earth as we know it is because it is a, I guess you could say cyclical or just a repetitive, yeah. consistent ish system. Otherwise life as we know it would never have evolved. Yep. The conditions had to stay fairly similar for a certain amount of time, but even then vastly different types of animals and, and now people have grown, evolved for millions of years and died. And yep. then another one sprouts up. So yep. Another uh, one sprouts on up. Right. But the fact that it can, this planet can keep supporting life right. is the very definition of – so my whole point is – I'm getting a little new age. My whole point is it's not new agey at all. It's the simplest part. Stability of a system, of a controlled system, is key to any scientific experiment, to, have, to, to being able uh, to record any data about anything with any sort of regularity. Uh, and for them to act like – this is my whole point. Sorry. For them to Very act, long point. I know. Sorry. For them to act like this is a mystical, weird thing that we just keep repeating these things. It's all a big plan for something from mm-hmm. aliens. I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Right. But, but I guess you could argue like aliens, if assuming they're a life form too, then I guess, yeah, they'd be doing the same shit over and over again too. But it's not that we're doing it over and over like a cycle. It's a repetition that then has little variables to do small changes over time and sometimes you get big spikes of changes sometimes you get right. no change sometimes for a long you time. get dinosaurs and then you get nothing right. and then you get boots of life you get right. no life you get all the swings of everything right and so i guess i'm really just talking about this conspiracy theorist mindset of every every little fucking a part of this has huge meaning and it's mm-hmm. like no it doesn't you know what i mean because right. even von Daniken's like oh scientists say it's Coincidence. I say no. It yeah. is a artificial mutation yeah. in the DNA. Da, da, da. And I'm a like chariot. Okay. I'm like, just because yeah. you don't know basic evolutionary biology very well doesn't mean you have to answer it this other way. Right. And that goes to your and we'll get to this later, but it goes back to your point of Sook's constantly always saying, yeah. just overnight it popped thing. up. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, it didn't. There was thousands of years in between. Yeah, so yeah. anyway. Um but yeah, so this all yeah, this whole massive paragraph is what I just tried to say right now. So anyway. Um, most of these stories consist of 
the angels slash aliens, gods slash aliens, mm-hmm. just getting sick of humans being shitty and wanting to cull the herd. Yeah. And Wipe I guess, them clean. Right. Like my beautiful bottom. Right. George Norrie goes into Noah's Ark story. He's like, yeah, there's the flood and this and blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, okay, thanks, George. All these cultures Most have of us a know, flood story. Right. I don't think you need me to explain or to hear Noah's Ark story yeah. the billionth time. And Native Americans have a story. Cultures all over the place have some sort of flood story. I think on this very show, I think they said at least 220 different yeah. religions have uh, a, flood, a flood myth that is very similar to Noah's Ark myth. So, right. Uh, that does lead me to believe, hey, there probably was the ice caps melting and cities getting flooded back in the day or whatever. Whether it was a sudden flood, I don't know. Right. But um, whether it was just this slow, whoa, our fucking culture and cities disappearing underwater over 100, yeah. 200 years or something yeah. is pretty gnarly in and of itself. Yeah, when I see an attractive woman, I have a sudden flood right. in my pants. You're a, bri- a big yeah. pre-comer. Yeah, big time. Right. It goes, oh, time to glaze all my pants up again and have a yeah. sudden flood. Oh, it's Krispy Kreme time, yeah. baby. <laughs> um, as they, what did you say? They deliciously flow down that yeah. conveyor belt. <laughs> mm. Where the fuck, Steve? He's licking the yeah. conveyor belt again. <laughs> it's moving so deliciously. <laughs> Look at it move deliciously down there. You uh, cute little oof. piece of shit. Straight for girls, but gay for yeah. glaze, okay? <laughs> um, Stick my pole in that hole and then suck it on <laughs> off. <laughs> From your three-inch yeah. long, one-inch wide piece. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, you're very limber, though, so it works. Yeah. I can torque I mean, it. honestly, you put, a, you put a couple donuts on there. You just fucking do that thing where you put your back and butt straight up on a wall. It'll yeah. fall off into your mouth. Yeah. You don't actually yeah. need to suck it, the yeah. donuts off your dick. I just do active somersaults throughout my living room right. um, to get the donuts <laughs> to fall off. And then it's like exercise, too. So you're working yeah. off yeah. that sugary yeah. glaze yeah. as you're doing Those it, Those carbs right? are gone, baby. Full body. <laughs> yeah. Get these love handles all the way gone. Just picture you tumbleweeding <laughs> around, just like slowly groom to like groom. eating a donut out of my crotch. <laughs> As you're fucking like picking up shards Dude. of thing and you're bleeding yeah. and like her and yeah. stuff it's like, like cat that litter, around, <laughs> knocking your up. table yeah. over, yeah, <laughs> couches and stuff. Uh, yeah, running over your cat, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, then they end the segment with both Coppins, Philip Coppins, and Sukalos saying, uh. But maybe it wasn't the aliens that caused the flood. Maybe it was a natural disaster, and the aliens are just trying to help. And I'm like, now you're helping, or they hurt. Right? You just spent the whole segment talking about how all these fucking this this episode's called Alien Devastations. You right. Know? So anyway, I'm like, yeah, maybe it could be anything. Then just like a lot of the arguments right, on the right, show. Right. Um, so it's very wishy washy. It doesn't you know lend itself to. Like I said, this episode kind of shoots itself in the foot quite a bit. Yeah. If you just yeah. remember what they said 10 minutes beforehand. In yeah, this is know? the kind of one of the downfalls of this show is like just stick, hold the line right. and go with it. Don't right. try and wobble back and forth because the classic line in marketing is if you market to know everyone, you market to no one. Right. And if you try and get all the sides talking, you're right. going to talk to no one because you're going to like contradict each point you have. Right. And... There's a little more responsibility to be consistent because yeah. you're not marketing T-shirts or shoes right. or something. You're talking about the origins of everything. Yeah, so life. you better have some good fucking evidence. You know, that's, right. it's one of those. So, And that's what's funny is like everyone goes like, oh, well, science is just theories, too. It's like, no, a scientific theory yeah. is more like a math equation. It's like a logic equation. And it has 
a, a fuck ton of proven, repeatable evidence. Right, then it becomes fact. Right. It's just, it literally is called a theory because you can't film all of it and put it into a book and say, this is that. Like, you know, you just yeah. have to say this is, the, the ancient astronaut theory is more of a true, what we would call, uh, like, as not a quote, a colloquialism, yeah. but like, in the common vernacular, just a theory. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm, yeah. I'm positing something. It's speculative at its core. Yeah. I'm depositing something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From those donuts. Or into those donuts, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of those customers are going to be grossed out that day, but one of them is going to go, hmm, yeah, there's something special in this yeah. that I really like. And then I'm that's four years old. When I marry them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when I wait 14 years and yeah. marry that person. Well, maybe 12. Well, we move to the UK and it's yeah. 16. <laughs> beauty, baby. <laughs> beauty, baby. Oh, that is a beauty, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we go on to our next segment and we go over the 2004 tsunami in Indonesia. Um, which was caused by, you know, 230,000 people were fucking killed. It's crazy in 14 countries from this tsunami. Um, but uh, it was caused by a massive fucking earthquake under the ocean. So tectonic plates sliding against each other and causing waves over 100 feet high. They have Michael Denon on again as a physicist to talk about geology and weather. Yeah. Um, but uh, he talks, you know, about, like, the difference between tidal waves and tsunamis and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. like. Okay, not, not nothing against him. It's just like thanks, producers. Like yeah. I guess you know you could have got Robert Shock on here. He is a geology expert, yeah. so whatever. He is geology Jesus, right? Um, but uh, anyway, then they start talking about how UFO sightings in Indonesia like vastly increased yeah. uh, when like a few days before this earthquake happened, and it turns is this out the earthquake lights. Their time, yes, and it goes and it goes yeah. then into the earthquake lights where um, there there have actually been pictures of this where. Um, in Japan, I think it was the first recorded picture of it where... Like in the bi- 60s. Yeah, big-ass earthquake, and there's so much friction built up by the tectonic plates scraping against each other, and so much heat and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that it kind of like, it puts all this heat from the friction in the air, messes with the atmosphere a little bit, and mm-hmm. it turns different colors a little bit sometimes. Pretty rare. It has to be a big-ass yeah. fucking earthquake, and it doesn't last very long, apparently. But right. they also just kind of looked like more boring northern lights in the pictures, mm-hmm. so I don't really know how people could confuse them for craft or like this v-shaped thing that we'll talk about in a little bit here too with that that volcano but um we get we get our cop our first coppins call here so he goes he was on before he didn't say anything interesting um he goes ufo activity and tectonic activity go hand in hand and science has a lot of questions that needs to answer is the ufo phenomena just a byproduct of the tectonic activity are they involved with it he gets very d with the ths are they involved with it are they just monitoring it are they causing it? Yeah. And so I, I, my question here was, no matter which of those three it was, if they just wanted to check it out, why would a craft have to be right next to it to look right, at it? Right. These fuckers, as you guys say all the time, are fucking chilling up outside Super of range far, of our satellites yeah. with a fucking cloaking device, having wars up there and shit mm-hmm. like that, or wars in the atmosphere like we'll get yeah. to in a little bit. Having wars up there, why do they need to be next to a volcano blowing the fuck up? Right. And also... Not send just a drone at the very least? Right. So that let's let's say that takes care of monitoring slash observing it. Why? So they, they don't, you don't really need to watch it up close because, again, we can fucking monitor shit. We, can, we know what's on Jupiter, not because we've just looked at it, but because... We've had a fucking probe, like, die in Jupiter, but it did all right. these readings for a few minutes. Yeah, we and, are not stupider. Right. Okay. It's, exactly. Uh, even though boys go there to get more yeah. stupider, we're not. So, um, but uh, that was just a theory that got disproven, too. So, yeah. By um, fucking Jessica and Angela, right. those stupid cunts. 
always told me <laughs> right. that in school. Those fucking people from Venus, it pisses me yeah. off, you know. Um, Want my Venus, wait, suck my weenus. No, boys go to Jupiter, get more super girls. No, it's college girls. Girls go to college to get more knowledge. knowledge boys go to Jupiter, Jupiter to get yeah. more I'm Jupiter. flying off to space, babe. Not another planet, but college go, and a planet. Yeah, I'm going to go tart out, <laughs> <Right>. okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's entering the service of the sun. Oh shit! Um, but uh, Hamlet too is a great movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. These earthquake, like whatever. So let's say they were causing it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Why? <laughs> I was doing children's, but kind of Trump too. Well, okay. and then it turns okay. into Dennis Miller. Oh yeah. Or Dennis. Bam, bam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, okay bitch. <laughs> so anyway, no, sorry. This is terrible. Keep why going. Why would they have to be next to it to drop a fucking bomb or whatever into it, too? We can shoot missiles fucking across the ocean. Why would they ocean. have to be right next to a... Or in literally, space. Literally be like, all right, guys, just hover over the fucking magnetic core. That, okay, watch yeah. out for the cyanide and shit spewing out. Yeah. Drop the ball or whatever. And yeah. it's like, why would they have to do that? Three, right? two, <laughs> know, right? one. Like, yeah. Like... And the o- literally the only fucking explanation, which is not an explanation because it's pure fiction, science fiction, is I think the first episode of Doctor Who, the newish Doctors, went 2005, when when um, the ball G.I. Joe, when the when the shaved head Doctor yeah. was doing with Cobra with, with Rose, the the first episode was about him going to the year five billion to so oh, yeah, because the there was all these alien races that had a viewing party of the end of Earth, of Earth imploding on itself, right? And but even then. In the episode, they're like, oh, yeah, we're like 8 million miles away. We just have all yeah. this enhanced, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, advanced uh, screens and shit right, like right, that, too. Right. So that doesn't prove anything because it's Doctor fucking Who. But still, it's like there is some real logic there. They don't have to be next to it to be watching right. something happen so or even be involved. It's kind of this, like, over-engineering with Earth logic, our current technology yeah. logic, just like our, our common fallacy that the AT guys do of, oh, they needed giant stone markers to point their way around right, there. And I'm right. like, oh, really? Because they got here from 18 trillion miles away or from another dimension. I think they can scan a planet in like a second. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we move on to uh, that same volcano I was talking about in this weird v-shaped formation flying away from it it's a cool video like it looks like kind of something crazy. yeah um of course my first thing was oh that could just be birds but at the same Which time a lot of people i think say that they right? said they're skeptics that say that too but i also don't think birds would be that close to a flying and just chilling yeah. out flying in formation across this fucking insanely huge volcano um and they wouldn't if they were so far behind it they wouldn't be big enough to to see like you can see them on the video um, and they're not really moving like birds anyway. So right. it's a pretty cool video. It could be doctored, I guess, but it was, you know, that was like yeah. the best piece of evidence in the whole episode. Um, cause again, we're not saying this isn't possible. We're just saying this episode isn't doing a good right. job. Of and the way stuff. they describe it isn't the best. Right. Uh, and so anyway, they keep going on about how aliens are interested in geologic activity on earth, which I'm also, why again, like we can scan everything about Jupiter and Saturn being here. Yeah. I would think they would know everything going on in this fucking planet because Enough. you can just yeah. look at chromatic. So you can look at the light coming through certain gases and you can tell exactly what kind of shit, what chemicals are on a planet and stuff like that. We have amazing technology now, and yet we are apparently not nearly as advanced as these aliens who can get across galaxies and shit. Too. Right, so right. again, the the technological math doesn't add up here. So yeah. um, unless they're just so fucking cool, they're like thrill seekers and like, oh, we have force fields. Let's just go yeah. watch this we volcano blow up. Yeah. I guess I, I guess you could totally say that, but yeah. it's, that's pure 
pure, pure speculation. Yeah. You know? They just drink a lot of Mountain Dew, live right. an extreme lifestyle. Extreme, baby. Get right into that yeah. volcano, bro. <laughs> Snowboards, try yeah. Glaxor boards, okay? okay? <laughs> huh? Ride that lava, baby. Right. <laughs> 5,000 degrees ain't nothing to me. Right. Um, so anyway, then we go to what we alluded to before, uh, April 14th, 1561, Nuremberg, Germany. Um, the citizens uh, saw strange objects in the sky resembling cannon barrels, as well as colored discs appearing to be fighting each other and shooting mm-hmm. other smaller discs at each other. Mm-hmm. And then they would say that when they would uh, fall, some of them would fall to the ground and turn to steam um, yeah. and disappear. Five years later, a guy made a woodcut of it. <laughs> and if a woodcut could <laughs> cut wood, how much wood could Maybe a wood the woodcutter would have been an eyewitness at the fucking event and done yeah. it sooner if it was a fucking alien fight in the air. Bitch. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's a little suspect, too. I'm like, five years later? Woodcutter, yeah. Because w- A, woodcuts didn't take that long. And B, that woodcut doesn't look nice enough to be a five-year-long yeah. <laughs> woodcut. If you woodcut, like, a whole mural into a wall, maybe right, I would say, okay, right. it took a few years. But, but no. So... Um, I put a little note here, uh, debunked, so you can't really debunk it because it was 600 years ago, but, um, the, a guy named Otto Billing, uh, made an effort to provide a historical context for the apparition in his comments. Oh, sorry. This was part of an article I was reading about this. I always Um, avoid Otto Billing because then it just hits my bank account. It hits you. Sometimes you overdraft and it sucks. Oops. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was a researcher. I I skipped a whole chunk, but this is on Wikipedia too. So, um, Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he, uh, he made an effort to provide historical context for the apparition in his comments. He notes that Nuremberg was one of the most prestigious cities of the late Middle Ages, a free and imperial city known for its wealth and nobility. It tried to maintain a uh, maintain neutrality during the fi- uh, furious war between Catholics and Protestants during the Reformation, which this is like right in the mm-hmm. middle of that whole crossover. Uh, but when one Protestant prince was rebuffed, when he insisted on financial tributes to fund his battles, the city was besieged and its trade cut off. Though ultimately successful in defending itself, uh, re- it was attacked again by Protestants mm-hmm. and stuff too, skipping ahead a little bit. Um, on Good Friday, 1554, another siege happened when one broadsheet, and a broadsheet was the newspaper type thing that this um, this uh, supposed UFO battle was written in. So, okay. that's, so that was like the yeah. newspaper of the day. It was a broadsheet. Um, uh, I just lost it. Okay. Um, the broadsheet publisher described mock sons that prognosticated God's will um, wanted confession of sinful ways, i.e. the victims brought it, uh, brought it on themselves. Another sky apparition followed in July of knights, K-N-I-G, like fighting knights, mm-hmm. Uh, fighting each other with fiery swords, thus warning a coming day of judgment. Very similar apparitions of knights fighting in the skies were frequently reported during the Thirty Years' War. Many similar broadsheets of wondrous signs exist in German and Swiss archives, and Nuremberg seems the focus of a number of them, presumably because of the hardships and conflicts of the uh, ex-prosperous. Such conditions typically accentuate apocalyptic thought. So basically, Mm -hmm. there's a little more here, but to, to recap that, a lot of fucking gnarly shit was happening. The world was kind of crumbling around them. There was a huge yeah. religious reformation happening. They were at this. Their city was trying to avoid it at the center of it. And they, the the beginning of this whole article talks about like like Jung went and you know Carl Jung, the the great like psychiatrist, mm-hmm. talked about how these are all just the same archetypes we always go to when we're stressed out and yeah. and worried about things and whatever. And basically, even if all this is is bunkum. The that one broadsheet is all the factual part is it's not special. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of other broadsheets with similar depictions of like fucking flying knights in the sky as in things too. Yeah, this is just the only one that could seem like UFOs to modern readers. People. So yep, yep. 
just be aware of that. This wasn't the only, just like the Bermuda Triangle is called mm-hmm. out for saying only ships disappear and planes disappear. It's like, no, they just talk about it a lot because they lose communication. But it's as, everywhere else, planes go down and disappear yeah. uh, at, at a very similar rate. So my talking is very strange today. So <laughs> even that sentence I was talking strange. Yeah. Today. <laughs> uh, me talk pretty one day. Um, we get uh, Slobney Dangerfield, uh, William Bradley, back on again and talks about this pattern of aggression with UFOs and how all these, like, humanity culling stories are very similar, like the plague and Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. and the Vimana and Hindu Godwars, oh, yeah. which we talked about a thousand times now. But the, even, like, if we're going to take this example by example, the Vimana and Hindu gods, they weren't culling humans. They were fighting with each other. Um, Sodom and Gomorrah was one place of culling. It wasn't the whole world. It was one city. Um the plague was a biggie, but I mean, I guess that's the only example that, that makes sense. Happens. This one. But yeah, it's like, and that's the thing too. This episode's inconsistent because then we get we talk about how the the aliens were wanting to help people, and but I'm like, you're just talking about how they want to cull people. So which yeah, which of the ancient astronaut theorists you're using as experts in this episode are more right? Right, because. Sugalos even disagrees at the end with like with the hybridization thing. Like mm-hmm. they talk about all the shit, and he's like, "No, it's already happened. We're already right. there. We're already hybrid. Like hybrid. Yeah. Okay. Like you know. And so it's like oh, that's that's nice that it's not such a bummer. Like the the rest of what we'll talk about a little later was talking about. It's like I don't know. It's 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 this is truly truly an all over the place episode. And so yeah. I, I got like tired, you know, like because right, right, right. it was so back and forth. But. um we go to Leonardo da Vinci, uh, the most famous Ninja Turtle, uh, two katanas that he never used yeah. to stab anyone, at least in the cartoon, yeah. except robots. He would just slice up those uh, chompers. Right. He would slice electrical wires so they would fall and zap people in comical ways. <laughs> yeah. He would destroy machines with yeah, it. Foot clan. Right. He would bop people with the pommel of it, I guess, yeah. um, which is fine, but it's like, yeah. okay. He'd get um, the handle rammed up his asshole and say, right, give me right, more right. pizza, daddy. And Donatello would double down with his bow staff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sham- and then... Ram it in his mouth. Michelangelo, he was a real party dude one day. He got the, all four of those nunchaku sticks in there, too. So Yeah, yeah. Leonardo had yeah. seven fucking rods up his ass at one point. Yeah, and Raph... Was a rude dude and just right. ran it in raw. Right. He was exactly. a raw, rude dude. Well, and then he ran the side and just. That's just, what I'm saying. And then, yeah. yeah Leonardo had to have some surgery after yeah. that. But. Um, kind of a dick move. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I actually have some personal debunking on this without even having to look it up. Uh, They're going to say, personally, I have stuck a side <laughs> at my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have personal experience with butt surgeries. Um, but uh, 2005, Da Vinci's secret workshop was found in Florence, Italy. Uh, a lot of his, his pr- uh, private notebooks were, were found. Uh, they had. You know, quote unquote, advanced tech in them like machine gun and tanks and things of that nature. So, a speculating on technology is one of the most common things in human like history. Like, there are constantly how many times when you were a kid were you drawing yeah. fucking swords and this and that and making a sword with ten blades and the, and all like like oh yeah let's make this gnarlier and this and, and energy, that and whatever a dome right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing. Meanwhile, you can watch. Okay, this is this is a personal thing for me too because I'm very into medieval and Renaissance like fighting uh, with the Europeans, and there was a medieval fight book from Germany called the Talhofer book, which predates Da Vinci by sixty years. It's fourteen, or no, almost a hundred years. Fourteen sixty-seven. Da Vinci was around, uh, or no, I'm sorry, by about uh, thirty, forty years. Still, everyone says, "Oh, tanks and machine guns and these kind of war machines were only in Da Vinci." No, they were in this German 
fucking fight book that had a bunch of uh, weapons tech and other things in it. The first half of it's all fighting techniques, and then the second half is all fucking inventions. There's a fucking scuba diving thing, and there's a mm. special on National Geographic called Medieval Fight Book from 2011 that the whole special is about that. Yeah. And about how it, and the, literally the point is that it predates Da Vinci by decades. So, again, not that it's not smart, but in this episode, just be aware, even even with that, there's other evidence that he wasn't the first to think of this stuff. Right. Or you'd have to argue aliens were talking to more than one people, like yeah, more yeah, than one yeah. person, I guess, too. So, um, anyway, let's uh, let's take a quick break. I got to, I got to peek real quick and blow my nose. And we're back with Da Vinci, just like our Da Vinci platter from Buku de Beppo tonight. Beautiful um, pasta, Primavera. <laughs> Go mention uh, probing ancient aliens at your local Buku de Beppo for 15% <laughs> off your total check. Oh, yeah. Help support the show. And please tell us what the waiter says <laughs> when you say that. That reaction yeah. <laughs> from which you then don't get shit. Right. Um, yeah, talking Da Vinci, talking about how... Talking Da yes, Vinci, talking to me. <laughs> you talking Da Vinci, Ari, me? Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, UFO weapons, machine guns. Um, UFO, like more like MIFO, like, like the political climate right now. Huh? <laughs> um, anyway, oh yeah, Da Vinci, we got a ban. He was drawing fully automatic weapons back. Then. <laughs> yeah. um, fully large cocks. Yeah, Da Vinci himself in his journal says that he came into contact with uh, gods and angels. Was of course then. Uh, interpret it as aliens. You're supposed to yeah. interpret it as, and I think David Wilcock, if I have his phrase, come on real quick to say, oh, of course, they were flesh and yeah. blood angels. Um, we get another Sook alert here, and this is exactly the fallacy you were talking about, which they talk about all the time. So he says, all of a sudden, we've made a quantum leap in our development. We were sitting in caves munching on bananas. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> which I was like, whoa, whoa, bananas. whoa. Well, <laughs> and the next thing you know, we're building the pyramids virtually overnight. No, virtually. we're not. No, yeah. we're not. There are tens, if not a hundred thousand years, almost in between them. Yeah, like munching on them break. bananas. Hey, I wasn't munching on bananas at work today. Okay, <laughs> right <laughs> on a computer. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, just look at the last two hundred years. Look at the year right eighteen hundred X to now. Right, <laughs> we have so much different, so, so much different technology. It's utterly newer, amazing. And <laughs> the amount of hair that women shave these days <laughs> compared to back then is phenomenal <laughs> in my mind it's, it's much sexier yeah <laughs> to it's, just leave that bush. it's sexy trash that makes yeah. a sexy trash yeah. <laughs> uh, a ct yeah <laughs> or sct <laughs> that's a, a curvy ST. a curvy trash yeah, yeah. which i also enjoy <laughs> curvy erect terrestrial right. uh, <laughs> uh nipples not yeah. uh, penis yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that's not true and it, even again when in the ancient uh well, unexplained structures, they talk about it briefly, and then, can't remember which other episode it was, but um, where Sooks makes the same big mistake saying, oh, virtually overnight, right. the Incan pyramids were made, Giza, and we're Stonehenge. At the exact same time. And I'm like, no, there were thousands of years in between each one of those, thousands, and they were still just fucking stone blocks. So, right. to anything, that's kind of a slow, uh, you know, oh, advancement bro. in technology, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and even, yeah, yeah. And so, again, think about this. This is a little macro level thing, too. In or a meta thing in just human nature in general, we are a species of tool builders and tool makers to make mm -hmm. things more efficient all the time, more pleasurable, right? And I mean, hey, that's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> the sex toy industry, the sex tool industry, but uh, more power. Oh, 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 oh. Um, but uh, Tim, the sex tool yeah. man, Taylor, 
<laughs> um, Get a finger your butt, Thomas. <laughs> What's his name? What? <laughs> the, his kids' names? No. Uh, well, that's JTT. Yeah, Jonathan what? Taylor Thomas. That's, that's why his you real said name. Thomas. I was thinking Borlin. What's the guy's name? Al Jeff Borlin. Al Borlin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snorlin's more yeah. like it, huh? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. in general. I've I mentioned this before. I used to work as like handyman contractor with my dad. Yeah. For years. Or and now I'll just do DIY projects all the fucking time. Not in uh the blink of an eye of thousands of years. What's up? Uh quick pause once. Oh, okay. Did we lose it? No. Uh ooh, oh, no, we're still And we're back again. Steve Sorry. was injured and there was blood all over the floor. <laughs> I thought it was one of my cats. Or Thanks one of your dates. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, X dates. But, but yeah, we keep talking about how, uh, or I was, I was talking about how in the middle of my own DIY projects, I will improve the process, fuck with a tool, or make a tool of something just to like hold a piece of wood in the right like way or like right, something right. like that. Like I'm doing shit like that, that all the you time. you then remove right. and it's not shown and you right. go how does someone get that floating right uh shelf or whatever right and so what i'm also saying too is human ingenuity is very quick yeah so yeah. one and, and my and then my my other bigger point is you have to start somewhere right like what did he expect yeah. to happen like i don't know what suits expect to happen because evolution and thought and all that stuff is not a perfect ramp up it's not this yeah. perfect 45 degree line Going up, it's a very jagged, sometimes slipping back, sometimes shooting forward, whatever. Uh, like when you're humping your good lady yeah. wife, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you slip back, shoot forward. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just let it happen. Right. Um, but it's it's like, again, within a project, you can improve things. Maybe permanently. Maybe you create this new fucking yeah, tool yeah, that's like, oh, shit, thing. this is what, yeah. That's how new tools are created all the fucking time. People see the inefficiency in something and go, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. And then we see infomercials. And right. The, yeah, I can TV smell store. it. I can do it. Right. Um, so anyway... I don't understand what he expected to see. Did he expect to see like logs of wood pyramids in pictures and then really small bricked mm-hmm. houses and then really then a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and then seeing big saw bl- I, I don't know what he expected to see right. because, yes, they popped up seemingly out of nowhere because it might have been the first time in that country or the first time on that grand of a scale or whatever. Right. Like, you know, like it's not it's I, I don't know. I don't. I, he's he's so adamant about this particular argument of mm-hmm. like just popped up all at the same time across yeah. the whole world. They all must have had shared knowledge somehow. It's like, no, I mean, if you give people a few thousand years to cross countries and things like Anything, that, yeah. they might share it. They'll or do something. Yeah. similar fucking technologies pop up around the world all the fucking time. Right. And right. there's no shared con- – or right. you could argue maybe that's a little similar, shared consciousness yeah. or something too. But it's – you know, again, we've talked about a, a bunch of times – Two movies getting written by totally different right. teams. Artists, but everything. But there's just yeah. something in the zeitgeist that causes them to write about that or whatever. Right. So um, anyway, David Wilcott comes on with his first uh, fucking worthwhile mention here. So wow. this is Five Heads at Freddy's, uh, the large, large four-headed blonde man. Um, blonde. Right? And he says, the visitors, which is what they called them on like the first episode of South whatever. Park, which yeah. cracked me up. The visitors are the ones that are coming in on flying shields or chariots, and they're consistently trying to cultivate humanity for the betterment of everyone. And I'm like, okay, so which one is it yeah. again? So 
of course, you can just say, well, there are good and bad aliens. Uh, Suk says that in a couple episodes ago where he's yeah. like, of course there's evil and yeah. there's good just like in us because we're them and da da da. Right, right, right. You know? So, um, again, when there's no hard, fast um, structure to a theory like this, mm-hmm. then you can put in whatever evidence you want to prove what you want to prove right then and there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and that's part of why we're doing this show because we love the show, we love the possibilities, but... They just don't – they're not good arguers, really. You know? Yeah, like, again, they're trying to, like, oh, I'm going to show both sides, but then they just argue both sides, mm-hmm. not really – and then speak in facts. Right. Like, this is it. Yeah. Which is tough. It's like, okay, like, water is cold, but it also is hot. Right. This tastes better fried right. or grilled. <laughs> right. Well, which one is it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, certain visitors would grill the carne asada. Yeah. Well done. And some would leave it rare. I prefer it rare. Therefore, ancient man must have preferred it rare. And they still got the shits like I did. Every goddamn time. But we all like tacos and burritos. Now, if you could just do it well, done. (laughs) (laughs) Then then you'd be fine. Sounds like Tits House on another podcast. Um, But uh, (laughs) anyway, so then they'd list Einstein and Oppenheimer and uh, Von Braun and a bunch of other geniuses. As only being able to do their advanced shit yeah. with the help of aliens. And it's like, really, like, nobody could have ever had an, an idea. idea. Like, yeah. again, that's taking in, or that's totally discounting, A, any level of human ingenuity at all. Yeah. B, what about people that are kind of born mentally superpowered as it is? There's really dumb people and there's extremely smart people. Yeah. And a lot of, like, especially, like, a lot of certain uh, certain people on the autistic spectrum are in like these fucking crazy geniuses because their brain hyper focuses on only certain Certainly. aspects. Yep. And as long as they can communicate that, they're fucking like mad scientists. They're geniuses yeah. because their brain is wired a different way. Um, and that's just simple mutation. That's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you could even argue it it's it's destiny or this or that or the other, but it doesn't necessarily have to be only alien intervention. And as I've asked before, if that's the case, then who fucking made those aliens smart enough to do right, that? Right, and right. the ones who made them, if nobody can ever come up with anything themselves, can just raw evolve. Then it, where yeah, they need to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, we're about to raw evolve, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, then that really ends up when you're saying that no living thing, or maybe just humans can't. Yeah. Then you're just shitting on. That's a self-loathing just thing with everything. humanity, and yeah. that's really more of a psychological issue on the ancient astronaut theorist part than on being a fact or any sort of evidence right, right. right? like because you have to answer those questions or 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 try to at least okay yeah, yeah. those were those aliens i mean i guess again you could say oh they're fifth dimensional beings that live cyclically in time and never began right. and never ended and they always knew and they Forever. always didn't know okay yeah, yeah, sure yeah. okay whatever you know let's watch it well, fuck me. so yeah uh while fucking me <laughs> yeah please fuck <laughs> oh me. I, yeah that was weird i do have some some weird repressed memories of like this old old man. He smelled really bad. He was he can't, he he, can't, he lived in the dumpsters behind our house. There was a Wendy's behind our house. Uh, yeah. And um, he fucked me when I was a kid. And he said, "I live backwards and forwards in time. Uh, I am a fifth dimensional being. I am your ghost, Murph." Yeah. And he kept calling me Murph. And then when I saw Interstellar, I knew he was real because he was also Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But he also wasn't. He was existing. Yeah outside of time and space in that fucking plaid world that he's in but he chose to instead of you know in the movie in that documentary he was putting his hand through to help put the his fingers through the smoke yeah the steam or the dust or whatever
whatever. Well, but he's mind, pushing the books and right, then the right, gravity. It, right. To make the piano note, yeah. whatever he was doing. And then he and was a piano well, To make the fucking binary code or whatever yeah. it was. It was SOS. Right. And then yeah. for me, he he chose to come through uh, as that hobo or whatever in that time and fuck me in the yeah. street, you know. And his um, name was Matthew Smelconake. Right. Because <laughs> he was the loafy, smelly, right. hoboed man. Yeah, yeah. But he was uh, also the handsome man in the yeah. Buick commercials. Yeah. And or he, Lincoln commercials. And he could pet those rats and to get them to do whatever he wanted. Right. Oh, they made a whole feast. They were working out of on that. my nips. That's and, um, oh, God. <laughs> did you know Matthew McConaughey in those Lincoln commercials never turns left? Right. You know why? Because of Zoolander? No. Because he can only go, all right, all right, all oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> what if that was the joke? What if the whole thing we just said was the was that joke forever and the punch yeah. just to get to that punchline? Yeah, yeah, forever and ever. <laughs> Let me play you this clip from this shitty podcast. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The show led up to that moment. Right, exactly. Hi, we'll see you guys later. Right. Thanks for joining. <laughs> uh, we get our next cop and call here. Um, he says, now, when we look at the reasons that Von Braun tried to get humanity into space, we have to look at the fact that he firmly believed that he had been, that we had been there before, and that an ancient race had come to Earth before, and I'm like, yeah, the fucking Aryan race, because von Braun was a former right. Nazi that we brought over here to work on our rockets. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, look to alien our episode Aliens of the Third Reich, which is season two, episode five, um, to talk where we talk at length about that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They talk about Nikola Tesla and how his Tesla death ray uh, was in development in 1943. Uh, and was sent after his death was sent this to the same place that the Roswell craft was taken, which is very interesting. They have some one off dude like an area that was 51 on there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like and so I can't remember the name. I didn't write it down. It was really important, but um, but yeah, he was building this death ray could, that could fucking destroy you know a fleet of a hundred thousand men from two hundred fifty miles away and all this stuff. And it's like I believe he could have just been doing that because he was a smart yeah. dude. But again, they're always implying they just do this these quick hits for this like five minute period. I'm like. You're just listing smart people and saying could have only been aliens. Shit. I'm yeah. like, okay. Um, but uh, you can also listen to Alien Tech, which is the episode after Aliens of Third Reich, yeah. where we talk about that shit. Yeah. Um, this all just reeks, though, of we can't do this on our own yeah, kind of yeah. philosophy, you know. Um, but this kind of shows a lack of understanding of just basic human genetics and mutation and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a vast difference in people at a base level in what mm-hmm. they're into what they like the taste of what they yeah. what they're willing to accept or judge try um you know when certain people take their clothes off or whatever yeah. you yeah. know like and they it's, judge me right um as remember, they're taking their clothes off. right <laughs> remember uh judge mito from the uh, oj trial Ito. yeah yeah well do you say mito yeah, because you were saying judge me. Come on. <laughs> I was doing a shitty wordplay, and you fucking bailed on me. Oh, come on. You've <laughs> bailed on me plenty of times on this. <laughs> I have. More like Judge Fido. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby. Oh. <laughs> the baby judge, Judge Fido. <laughs> uh, judge Pedo. Yeah. That's the only judge, judge the they could get me off. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway... We move on to the Omo River in Ethiopia. Um, there's a ton of hominid fossil fragments. For those that don't know, hominids are just general humanoid beings in, the, in our evolutionary change. You might have heard of like Homo erectus, like a weird Homo sapiens, fucking Neanderthal of Homo um, descent, fucking Homo. 
<laughs> Homo daffarenges, all these yeah. other fucking weird names named for the people that found them. So, Homo erotica. Right. <laughs> uh, in 1967, a man named Richard Leakey uh, unearthed two partial human skulls from 195,000 years ago. And at the time of this airing, those were the oldest Homo sapiens skulls ever found. 195,000 years ago. Since airing, I looked this up, the oldest fossil remains of anatomically modern humans are the uh, Jebel Irhud fossils from Morocco, which are approximately 300,000 years old. So again, we keep finding older and over. And I think... Just very recently, they said that they might they might have found another one from four hundred fifty thousand. Oh wow! Ago. So, um, Von Daniken's on here with his vast history as a fucking geneticist, which he was not, but he sure acts like it. And he says that Homo sapiens didn't <laughs> win out. Sure as hell acts like right. He, they, they, they didn't win out by adapting to the best conditions, but because of an artificial mutation in the family tree, which is what I already said earlier. Sooks agrees. Again, makes the same megalithic building fallacy. He makes with evolution. Oh, there's a, there's this evolutionary explosion. And he goes, you know, it's and he's and I'm like, it's not that quick. It's it, it's yeah. it's not, you know. I, and I said a hundred years, let alone a thousand years, is a huge amount of time to improve tech. And as we've seen with certain animals, that's even enough to improve pretty quickly when you have animals that have vast generations of baby of offspring. You know, yeah. like multiple times a year. So. Um, uh, Sooks and Wilcock now mention that we are hybrids. And this is when the, the episode kind of goes off the rails and it talks about human hybridization. Um, in 1849, Austin Henry Laird discovered Sumerian cuneiform script. So, again, we've talked about this before, too. It's the oldest, the earliest known complete writing system, over 6,000 years old. Right. Uh, Sumeria is now is, is the ancient area of modern Iraq. So that's where it is in the world. Uh, now... I looked up a little info about the translator of Cuneiform from the 70s. The trans. Who basically is a sci-fi writer. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy named Zachariah Sitchin. Uh, he writes a book and a bunch of sequels to that book called The Twelfth Planet, where he mm -hmm. describes uh, the hidden planet Nibiru um, as the planet that the Anunnaki came from. He says that this is what all the Cuneiform uh, script says. He took 30 years, apparently, to translate all this. Um, their technology had damaged their atmosphere... So they came to Earth seeking gold and precious elements to repair their planet. Uh, we've talked about that briefly before, too. Yep. The Anunnaki apparently came, according to the cuneiform script, 450,000 years ago and created Homo sapiens by taking uh, Neanderthal DNA and their own DNA to make Homo sapiens, which right. is not true. But um, Stitchin is basically a sci-fi writer, and he, he has been highly criticized for mistranslating the cuneiform script because other people obviously try to translate it, too. Right. Also, just simply misinterpreting the symbology of the ancient Sumerians. Um, yeah. Because if you're not getting the symbols right or or saying the symbols are something else, you can make their religion and history whatever you want. Right? Yeah, if there's no, like, Rosetta Stone to truly translate. Yeah, that's total just manipulation yeah. of someone's past. So yeah. um, he reeks of a, an L. Ron Hubbard kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, and, and then uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, uh, oh yeah, but these books are fucking successful as shit. They're still yeah. they're on their forty fifth printing currently since Whoa. the seventies. Um, this guy was also an economics major in college, which right. leads me to believe he knows how to make money um, and manipulate people, just yeah. like L. Ron right. Hubbard did with Scientology. Yeah. Um, if you're a Scientologist, I'm not apologizing for making fun of Scientology. Yeah, for being a bunch of you idiots. got fucking snowed and you should get out. Um, yeah. Now, if you want a snowball, we'll talk. That's a different direct. story. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've heard I've heard Tom Cruise does allow that kind of activity yeah. though. Yeah. So. 
It's beautiful land, beautiful people. Um, even if it's where the Scientologists come from, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if it's a drought, they're down for snow. The land of cum shared between yeah. two people <laughs> is a beautiful land. Yeah. In mouth to mouth resuscitation of the excretion of the Lord's on, giving force. It's mouth to mouth resemination. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, can you resemination my yeah. mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Native American? <laughs> hey, babe, babe, the people's Ew. land in my mouth has dried. Yeah. The rivers, the white river has run afoul. <laughs> it's I, full of chickens now. Yeah. It's run afoul. <laughs> oh, God, I went to oh, KFC God. again, and Popeye's was out of oh, the good boy. stuff. <laughs> I went to KFC again, and Popeye's was out of the good stuff. Yeah, because he's just hitting all the chicken joints. <laughs> like, I thought, I'm picturing him going to KFC... And we're like, hey, sir, we're out of all the good yeah. stuff. Oh, man, you suck Popeyes. And they're like, we're, but we're <laughs> yeah, KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Similar but different, sir. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and then and apparently, according to his book, even the, the, the original concept of a king was the intermediary person between hum- the lesser humans and yeah. the Anunnaki, like that person that could, like kind of like the Pope, you know. Right, right. Uh, saying that's where, like, the divine uh, idea of kingship came from. Um so this oh, there's a big bullshit alert here. I put in the show describes megaliths at this point only being built after the Anunnaki establishment, the Sumerian Anunnaki thing. So right. six thousand years ago or whatever it is, and uh, like the pyramids and Stonehenge or whatever they mention those by name. But meanwhile, the last episode of the show that we also covered was almost entirely about how there were shit before them, right. these megaliths before then. So. They could have just mentioned Gobekli Tepe and Karahunj and uh, what was the fucking other one that we uh, and 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 Karnak isn't isn't older, but right. there are other stone circles that they haven't even dated yet. They're even yeah, older, yeah. so it's like, come on, guys, you just did this is this is where I think the editor has been making a lot of these season two shows where mm-hmm. it's, they're not really worried about they're just worried about barfing out evidence, not cross checking things, right, right, you know? Because right. otherwise, I think they would just be archaeologists. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. Because I don't know why they couldn't be. Like, why can't Childress be a real archaeologist and still trying to be finding this shit? Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Trying like, to prove it out, yeah. Right. And With so, a training in archaeology. Right, exactly. Because he just kind of just goes out and does whatever. He's just, yeah. yeah, he doesn't, it doesn't say he, I mean, I could be wrong, but from his own website, he doesn't talk about his archaeology degree from right, X place. Right, he right. just likes traveling, yeah. you know, so, uh, and like exploring, which, which is, which is cool, fun. but, yeah. you know. Uh, Jason Martell comes on, doesn't do himself any favors again. The slick back kid. <laughs> And he kind of reinforces his slightly uh, problematic claims that, uh, again, using the, in my mind, the ancient cultures interacted with their living gods at these times and built these monuments in Giza and all across South America. Like, he only, yeah. he only mentions, again, the brown folk, like the, right, the brown right, right. ones and their lack of being able to build anything mm-hmm. without intervention from more advanced right. beings. I know he's not saying that, but it's it's... Always it's almost it's almost like the much. editors yeah. are choosing to p- play only clips of him in that shit, mode, you know. Yeah. So he then gets extremely specific about <laughs> apparently knows the exact fucking recipe the Anunnaki used to make us. He says mm-hmm. the Anunnaki put 80% of their DNA into Neanderthals. Oh yeah. And yeah, and, yeah, and that. that's what Homo sapiens are. I'm like right. Is that really true? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think we, since decoding the human genome, that that's been the case. I know there's right. still a lot of unknown shit. You know, they haven't classified. I guess they're. I don't know their elements, but like all some of they don't. They don't know Pieces what some of, of those things mean. Yeah, I yeah. guess, but um, and again, totally open to because this this whole episode later ends with like, 
you know, like Sook says, like, oh, the real proof of ancient astronaut theory will be in our DNA, not in right, archaeological right. evidence. I'm like, okay. So, um, but anyway, that's an extremely specific take. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Yeah, yeah. You know, Jason. So, uh, David Wilcock, Five Has It Freddy, comes on uh, and talks about Lake Toba, which was that 75,000-year-old volcano mm-hmm. that exploded. Um, and uh, And that very powerful ETs came in and upgraded our DNA. And I'm like... Or you just talked about a genetic bottleneck right, and yeah. how that's a trigger for big change. Right. Why does that have to be aliens? Right, like, I right, don't yeah. understand. You fucking idiot. Right. This is what's happening. Yeah. Wake the fuck yeah. up. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. Okay. I tagged a David Wilcock account. Uh, I don't know if it's his official it's account or whatever, but just because that alien star account I started <laughs> Literally, the fucking just the caption is "Wake, Wake up! up!" and it's some yeah. fucking shitty computer, you know, CG video cartoon oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. some non-fact or whatever. But anyway, um, but yeah, like these periods of change do cause great changes, maybe not leaps, but big changes in evolution or yeah. the culling of a bunch of other competing evolutionary beings yeah. to then have maybe one the one that survives went out. There's less competition for things, right? right, right. So. Um, if you survive, you win. So, and that's and that's it. So that's the name of the game uh, of my, most of my dates. <laughs> if you survive, you win. you win. And win means another date where yeah. you get to play survive <laughs> or win again. Step up to the plate. You're not leaving my closet. <laughs> Two of one yeah. once. Uh, <laughs> um, that reminds me of that, uh, that really great uh, Spice Girl song. <laughs> When two have one was hunts, I killed my date because she didn't survive. <laughs> okay, I'm she stop. lost <laughs> it all. Died. <laughs> Died. Um, George Norrie comes on again, and I, I really want to like this guy. And for some reason, I, I it's because I when I watched this show, it was kind of roughly in order, like in the years that it aired. And so I always thought George Norrie sounded really smart and normal. And I think I said that on earlier episodes of this show. Yeah. But he has gone. I mean, I forget. He hosted Coast to Coast AM. And he's all about paranormal. But he's just such a smart sounding guy. He sounds like a normal dude. Right, right, right. You could just chat with her like your fucking uncle or something. Like, not your fucking uncle. Just your fucking uncle. But um, my fucking uncle, he ain't that smart. You only want to hear him moan, okay? Just gross myself up. But... You mounting or puking? <laughs> mounting and puking out of my wiener. <laughs> okay. You can do better, Steve. <laughs> um, Shut up. Anyway, but it's like he's almost the most speculative guy on the whole show. Like, yeah. he literally is just like, yeah, I mean, uh, they just they made hybrids of us and it's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay. Like, nuts. Yeah, like he kind of is like. He's kind of like anyone in the audience going, oh, I've heard about this conspiracy theory. It's like yeah. this, you know, like, I'm like, okay. Um, so anyway, then we get the Sook alert about the ultimate proof of AIDS. AIDS you know, HNS theory will be in our DNA. But, like, maybe maybe we wouldn't, to be fair. We haven't decoded, like, every – we don't know the meaning of all whatever it is, the 27 genomes or something in our DNA uh, or whatever. I'm totally misspeaking about this. But, like, we there's stuff that we've – We've decoded it, but we don't know what data it contains, basically. So that's why, like, All the true sci- data. scientists are working on genetic memory and stuff now. Right. Or the Assassin's Creed games are all about that shit, like right. tapping in genetic memory and stuff. But um, so I'm like, maybe wouldn't have found that now, but then how would finding that prove anything? Right. You have to still know that the alien parts right. existed. And if we don't have 
other alien parts yeah, to corroborate, then how do we go know? back to that. Yeah. Like, literally, and it kind of brings us to our next point, but, like, to the next segment here, even if you could somehow, you know, stick a needle into the DNA and hook it up to a TV screen and play genetic memory on there, what, what would be the proof? Would it be literally, like... Hi, I'm Jimmy. I'm an alien. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. fuck you now or hybridize. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know what would be the proof. Yeah, it'd be some sort of mathematical anomaly that then right. ties back to something. We'd have else to literally have yeah. found another example of intelligent alien DNA, which then I won't yeah. think we'd care anymore because right. then we just ask those aliens, "Did you hybridize us or yeah. not?" What like, you, you know, here, bro. right? So, anyway, the last segment of the show is: Has aliens' influence continued on us today? Which remember. This episode's called Alien Devastation. Yeah. And then it just ends up Floods, on the Earthquakes, yeah. whatever. And 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 half the fucking show. Right. Half the show is about hybridization yeah. and genetics and all this stuff too. Gotcha, so Danny. and I guess that you could argue, oh, they're devastating the human race. I don't like okay, no. So um and again, they're going back and forth on like, now is this fucking malicious? Is it benevolent? I think it just is. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks for your sure. expert opinion. But anyway, so we start off at what people call the American Stonehenge in Florida, and it's called the Georgia Guidestones. Some guy built these in the 70s, and he put these 10 kind of commandments in a, in a bunch of different languages on, on how to rebuild the earth again after the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people think that uh, the the only name associated with was because the guy is unknown. Nobody knew who did it. Right. But the pseudonym they think he used was R.C. Christian, mm-hmm. which they think he was a Rosicrucianist uh, because that was their view of the world and how it would end and stuff. And there's connections to stonemasons and all this shit. And right. Everything. So anyway, it's like the, the narrator's like, were they predicting the destruction of human life? And it's like, this brings me back to kind of stonemason stuff where it annoys me that these people – most of them, I don't even know if I've really met a real stonemason from like England with a real genetic line back to the original ones or whatever. Not like a Freemason? A Freemason, sorry. sorry. But like, I, I, there's, there's a lot of people, Steve has met some of them too, that they join quote unquote the Masons. Yeah. Because it makes them feel cool, like they have mystical knowledge about the, that nobody else Something fucking else, has. Yeah. And there's I'm just one like, in fucking Buena Park. Right. There's one in fucking Irvine in yeah. Lake Forest and whatever, too. It's in a municipal building next to my old chiropractor. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so they anyway. They all the glory holes that right. fed right into the chiropractor's <laughs> office. They used to say, at Fuddruckers. Yeah. <laughs> at Rug Fuckers. Fed Ruckers. Yeah. But, and you can talk to a guest on our other podcast, uh, Artist Watto, uh, on our Beer There, Drunk That podcast. Um, he's, ta- he's a British guy, and he says... There are no real Masons, maybe on the East Coast of America, but mm-hmm. real Freemasons are purely genetic bloodline-based membership. And mm-hmm. you do not advertise that you're a Freemason. Right. You don't have fucking bumper stickers that you're a Freemason or shit like that. Yeah. It's just a it's a bunch of shit. It's like, oh we're, oh, we're Christian, but we're cooler Christians because yeah. we're yeah. secret. And we know we, we're tied back to the fucking pyramid on the dollar and this. And I'm like, right. okay, like all this symbology and shit. So... Um, I got a pyramid on my donger. <laughs> it's a secret for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it hurts the quote unquote girls that you have sex with. Yes, know? it's a uh, quite pointed. Right. Does it hurt that piece of rabbit fur yeah. you rub <laughs> on your dick? Every- <laughs> yeah, I rip a hole in it usually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we get into the the statistic that UFO abductions have increased a lot since the seventies. So. We go and we, we meet this guy, David Jacobs, who's a doctor that it was like kind of dedicated his life to studying mm-hmm. um, UFO abduction, abductees in particular. 
And he's kind of the guy that, like, it seems like they're implying here, and I did a little research, and they didn't say yes or no, but it seems like he's the guy that, like, clocked the most consistent cases of doing hypnoregression therapy with, with abductees, and they had very, like, similar or, or the same kind of stories of going up, getting re- reproductive stuff taken out of them, and having hybridized babies being made or being impregnated or whatever yeah. the x-files entire main storyline is about this right. like literally about fucking scully getting impregnated with a hybrid baby and all this stuff and the point apparently is that the hybrids you know look more and more like us all the time with each generation whatever and yet they can talk to each other telepathically they can literally control us lesser human uh, minds with their own minds right and they have some sort of agenda for some reason so and this goes all the way back to the anunnaki and all that shit Anyway, the problem with hypnoregression therapy, and I have a little, I have some quotes. It's pretty interesting, actually. Carl Sagan himself was a big critic of this guy. Um, but hypnoregression therapy, for those that don't know, is like you put the patient under a state of hypnosis. So, and hypnosis meaning an extremely relaxed, meditative, almost dreamlike state. And it's literally also known as like the power of suggestion because you yeah. can get people to think or act. Yeah. It's like a guided meditation and you right. tell them where to go. And it's a deep level. It's a very, it's the deepest kind of level because you as an outside force can almost control their dreams. And right. so, but they're not asleep. So you can see magic acts and shit and, and hypnosis doing, Oh no, walk like a chicken. And because in your, if you were actually sleeping and dreamt, you were a chicken, Chemicals are released in your body to keep your muscles from moving a lot. That's why you just right. kind of twitch and stuff. But technically, your brain should be walking around flapping its wing or approximating right, right, a chicken, right. chicken, a one-legged chicken, I yeah. guess, or one-winged chicken. My but, uh, yeah, but uh, um, but because that when you're in a hypnotic state, you're so susceptible to suggestion. The person administering the hypnosis has to be insanely neutral i guess would be the word yeah literally you have to like is literally asking the patient a neutral question you would think of the neutral question is like so what are you seeing right now why well that it, now now the the person might not have been seeing anything and now their mind is looking for things to search searching for things right, to look right. at right and it might be things they're scared of it might be things they're in love with it might be their dog it might be whatever like i don't know and so but a lot of these fucking hypnotherapists goes now um now janice are you afraid right now and, like, because this person came and said I was abducted and want to deal with my fear, they're going, no, are you afraid right now? Did you come? Right. <laughs> are you afraid to come? Um, but I came right now. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. Session over. Um, <laughs> and when I play this disgusting bass line, you're going to wake up and shit your you pants. You will be wet as fuck from <laughs> shit and cum. And your cum. Yeah. And that deliciously glazing, moving yeah. glaze. <laughs> Look like someone sat in a big Cinnabon. It's just all... White and brown down there? Oh, boy. Holy jeez. Oh, I wanted wow. a liquor button. Wow, that uh, looked delicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet that tastes... Yeah. I bet her her bottom mess tastes yeah. delicious. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you get these these hypnoregression therapists, and they work on people that were molested or this, or, or yeah. think yeah. they're molested and can't remember or whatever. And it's like, so when you're going... Even somebody signing up for a hypnoregression therapist... Like, literally is going to be signing up going, I want to deal with my possible molestations. Yeah. And now they're going in. 
the therapist knows this, and I'm not saying the therapist is trying to be a charlatan. Well, yeah, it's they just think like it works, the mind you know? readers and the telepaths, right. and they're trying well, to help. Thing. Sorry, but um. and yet the power of suggestion is so strong when someone's in a true hypnotic state, you can implant any yeah. quote unquote memory you fucking want into that. There's a great um, episode of Penn and Teller's bullshit about this yeah. whole thing too. Being magicians themselves, they've seen a lot of hypnoregression therapy, right. and they're like, it's far too literally dangerous because you have total control almost over their minds now, right you right know? um and because like you see these people going like oh I, i'm billy i'm my little and it's like oh hi billy and it's like the little kid yeah. version of themselves it's like well okay that's because the hypnotherapist goes now i want you to go back to your childhood Be self a little kid yeah and sometimes weird shit comes out of that stuff you right. know what i mean like or, your dreams you're like wow yeah. i dreamt i was fucking a raw fish right <laughs> while my aunt was slapping me in the face right why am i hard right oh, i know why because that's what i was thinking right. before i went to bed this monster that smells like my dog but is dressed like a clown but is wearing a fritos bag is chasing me yeah. and stabbing me with sporks like yeah. whatever the fuck those things mean it's just your mind they running just don't rampant mean anything right? and it's just a wild right. idea it's, it's your it's the constant stream of data in your mind trying to be put together in a certain way so anyway long story short short story very long actually um, uh, some bigger, some more important critiques than us, you know, uh, criticize this guy, David Jacobs. So Carl Sagan and Susie Clancy have criticized the methods used by Jacobs and other abduction researchers. Um, Sagan asserted, and Carl Sagan, this is the famous, like, astronomist Carl Sagan himself, um, asserted that sightings and experiences could be attributed to mistaken identity and faulty memory. Clancy has highlighted problems associated with abduction research, such as faulty memory retrieval when, hypno- when hypnotists, quote, lead the patient, and s- as well as sleep paralysis. So that's another thing. When you look at uh, paranormal activity at, such as UFOs or – I sound so stupid – such as, as – like UFOs yeah. or uh, ghosts and things like that or demons or something, <laughs> most of the time it can be – especially the ones at least when you wake up in the middle of the night and you think something's in your room or touching your chest or whatever. Right, right. Most of the time, those are the exact symptoms of sleep paralysis. So it's a it's a fucking waking nightmare that is horrific for the people experiencing. I I fucking hope I never have to experience it because oh, literally, you have before. Yeah, where it feels like someone's just like outside and about to like Ugh. stab you, and you can't get out. Oh, of I didn't bed. know you had those before. Oh yeah, wow. I've, I've had them. Oh wow, I have a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, yeah. so you woke you woke up. And felt like what? Like you were just in your room, but you couldn't fucking move, but there was a presence or something yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, Oh, God. That sounds fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you're not like fully awake. I don't right. know. Yeah, you're just it's like, like in a this fe- like Almost haze like a, like a level like, above fever dream or something kind of? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's been a, a few times, yeah. It's like, especially like if a window's open or the door's open in a weird way or something. Right. You're like, oh, God, someone's running around and they're just staring at me right now uh, and okay. I can't move or get away it's like your paranoia runs rampant or something too right yeah yeah Yeah, it's like a hyper like did you hear that outside and like it then manifests into there's a person staring at me right and i can't move wow yeah i'm sure i bet you well because certain drugs have similar effects and i I also think i mean smarter people than me have probably already fucking said this uh but sleep so Sleep paralysis, basically, your brain wakes up while those chemicals in your body are still thinking you're asleep. Yeah. So you don't physically react to your dreams and wake yourself up. Right. But then you never sleep when you die. So yeah. um, evolutionarily, those chemicals are very important because you can rest. Your body right, can rest right. while sleeping. Anyway, so to me, that reeks of, like, your your brain understanding your body is trapped. 
Yeah. And the and and being trapped, having no control of your movement is one of those biggest fears of any living right, thing, right? Because right? if you can't move, you're dead. Right. Something can eat you, something can get you. So then it's like your brain knows you're trapped and the paranoia and fear sets in, which can create yeah, feelings like that and yeah, stuff too. Yeah. So huh, interesting. But um anyway, Jacobs, uh the guy, the 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 UFO researcher guy, has argued that uh, Susan Clancy's own methodology was flawed, stating that in numerous cases, people report they were abducted when they're fully awake and conscious, and that therefore sleep paralysis is not a, ter- a tenable hypothesis. Moreover, he has stated that her book was factually incorrect. So I'm not sure what book he's talking about, but you can go to this article too. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, now that is a good point. Not everyone that's abducted was experiencing sleep paralysis. Not everyone that experiences paranormal, like ghost demonic behavior is asleep or right. anything too. So that's just only part of it. But, um, anyway, I, I also had a little point, a little meta point myself here too. The 1970s is right around the time when kids or people would be adult or middle age with the ones that like were born or lived through world war two, born right after or lived through world war two. Right. That's when the UFO obsession started happening was the late 40s. People came back home. We started learning about all these fucking crazy uh, German, you know, science, science things that you can get. You can watch the, um, yeah, Aliens of the Third stuff, Reich, yeah. Alien Tech, all that stuff, too. But uh, so this obsession with UFOs happened. So the Cowboys and Indians kind of like started dying out and it was all about sci-fi and UFOs. War of the Worlds happened early around then, too. So it was kind of interesting. Like, as these people are adults now, maybe they're starting to have sleep paralysis or starting to go to... The 70s was when people started really going to therapists, too, because mm-hmm. there was such a stigma to go to the therapist before that, that you, oh, you're right. crazy and you're fucking weak or whatever. So um, it just makes me wonder if this trend started in the 70s because people were exploring their past and then... UFOs were such like so much in the zeitgeist when these people were kids too. Right. You know what I mean? So there's no evidence that I'm just speculating that too yeah. in terms of like put, pulling a little history and what what people were thinking about a lot at that yeah. time too. Again, just like with the Nuremberg people in 1561. Oh, many accounts of them picturing knights with fiery swords in the sky, which would have made perfect sense in the in the in the late Renaissance period when when fully plated knights. We're fighting and whatever. That's the kind of shit they knew about, you know? So, yeah. um, and that's why Carl Jung, when he was studying those Nuremberg books, he was like, these are just archetypal images people we always go back to in times of stress right, or right, warfare right, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, anyway, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, supposedly, this great change is going to happen uh, with the hybrids. We get a, a handful of, you know, quote unquote experts saying, oh, they're, you know, they're just going to change over one day and they'll be in control and whatever. And then right. Sukes ends the episode on a positive note. Um, and, uh, almost ends it actually. And he's, and he says, you know, oh no, this happened thousands of years ago. We were already the hybrids like that. Right. And we're still in control and whatever. Cause again, who care? Like, why do they need to slowly evolve us? Right. But yeah. Anyway. And again, it's, 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 this episode was largely like the, like alarmists and the positivists. Like, again, it's like, it was like the pessimist yeah. and the, and the, um, fuck pessimist and optimist uh, for each other. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, versus each other where it's like, oh, aliens are taking over and, and killing us all, or no, these things are happening and they're helping right. us, which are two vastly different yeah. views Takes of things. On it, yeah. And again, if you really put one of these guys in a chair, they would say, well, both are totally possible. Like, okay, right, right, so right. we learned nothing. nothing. We just learned that both are possible, I guess. And then the narrator ends the episode on a pretty like fucking weird alarmist note. He literally says... Uh, 
only those of us that survived December 21st, 2012 oh, yeah. will know the truth. And it's like, fuck, dude. All like, of us. So then if we all survive, <laughs> then we know the truth that this is mm-hmm. not real. Plus, it's like this episode oh. aired in, I think, like February or March tw- or 2011. And it's like, dude, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's a very bullshit National Geographic Next like year, watch the show for more answers kind of like let's just let's just scare the viewers and it's like right. it's kind of fucked up cuz everyone there were a lot of people legitimately scared I mean hey as much as I was a fucking skeptic about it that night the night before my birthday I'll have you it was yeah. like I was like, eh, what if what the fuck's gonna happen tonight? Like yeah. when I went to sleep, and then I just woke up and forgot it was. Yeah. Even oh yeah, that, that was the thing, huh? I was like, great, I'm getting Nintendo 64. Yeah. I'm big boy. I'm getting a used one about yeah, 15 years it. after. It came My mom's getting it for 50 dollars oh, yeah. at a swap meet. Yep, we're a, we're a four video game generation behind family, and we always yeah. will be. Okay. Okay. This is how we do. We yep. get weird old hookups for our TVs. Yep. Just got uh, my uh, nice power supply here. Got my Sega 32X uh, yeah. last week, and next week I'm getting a Game Boy Advance, yeah. so I'm pretty okay. stoked on. <laughs> if I'm an extra good boy, though, right? <laughs> that um, 32X I wanted to throw through my fucking window. I never because had one. <laughs> I was not a there's these stupid metal clips it said were optional, uh-huh. so I didn't use them uh-huh. to because it it was a unit that plugged into your Genesis, right? It was like and an it upgrade, just right? kept glitching out, and it turned <laughs> out it was just these stupid little. Metal clips that held the thing open right. that then made it work. I'm like, right. what the fuck is this? Why don't you just tell me I had so to use them? Stupid. Yeah. And how is this helping? Mm-hmm. How is this helping? It's literally just these clips to hold the goddamn thing mm-hmm. like in place. The 32x was not disc based. It was just it was an, an upgraded memory. Card. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. another system within the system. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it was great though. Afterburner. They had then. The oh, that's right. They had shitty the shitty Star Wars one. Which they had the better arcade fun. ports on 32. Yeah. Yeah. For the most too. part. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the most because then Sega ports. CD was <laughs> Sega CD was a whole different system. That was exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode was weak. I'll be excited. Uh, next episode is our last episode of season two, um, and I think it's called like Alien Interactions or something. Ooh, it's just or whatever. Sexy but like aliens. it's it's just or Alien Contacts. I think yeah. and so. It's just about people different meeting contact aliens. Lenses, <laughs> right. uh, what their prescriptions Acuvue, are. Glass versus like uh, plastic yeah. or silicone. Are they water-based? You know, right. Dailies versus weekly, bi-weekly right. versus right. yearly. Um, but yeah, colored. Yeah. Uh, or is cat, it just glass? Cat-shaped, you know? Yeah. Demon. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Abe from Hellboy had a beautiful lens right. to keep that moist eye wet. That sexy um, uh, dude from the the Race of Water. What is the movie that just won Best Picture? The Shape of Water. Shape of, yes, the Race of yeah, Water. He had some context. <laughs> hey, when I got my jerseys going, movie. I didn't either. Yeah, I just knew it won. But um, uh, Thrillin was telling me all about it. At oh the, yeah, uh, the the beer event the other day. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty um, good. But yeah, we uh, that's gonna do it for not the episode. Hold on. Hold on. I know. Okay, just I got sure. you. Uh, <laughs> for the our, episode. Yes. Well, for a review of the, the episode, but then yeah. our discussion, our probing into, but. Uh, we tell everyone every week that if you go to iTunes and or any podcast service, honestly, of your choice that you yeah. uh, listen to us on and give us a good rating on iTunes, a five star rating and review us in the comments, uh, we will read it on the air. So it's just a shameless um, shill for yeah. shilling for good reviews. So anyway, these five stars, which you can write a negative thing. Yeah, you can roast us fine. in the comments if you want. But we just want that five stars. So far, all of our five stars have been honestly nice comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this review, this five star rating, is from Carson zero four one two. 
uh, and it's titled Some Kind of Extraterrestrial. So he's trying to do the impression there. Very much appreciate that. Um, He says, this show is great. It's exactly how I think when watching the show. The Childress impersonation is hilarious. Thank you guys for this podcast. Well, thank you, Carson. For listening and forgetting it, too. Yeah, we do it for you, baby. Yeah, not forgetting it, but, you know, yeah, for, for getting it. understanding you know? and being a part of the show. Right. And then we're going to do a shout-out to a guy that I think has been a fan of ours since the beginning, because I think he uh, commented on one of our first or second say, posts. Like, Facebook, too, or something. I feel like I've yeah. seen that name phone around. Uh, Instagram user uh, Dick Cran, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he, he commented on our latest post about episode eight, uh, and he said, love the podcast. Dig the impressions, the commentary, and how weird and gross you two can be. So, thank you, Dick Cran. Um, Muchos gracias. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, speaking of Instagram and Facebook, uh, follow us and share us with your friends uh, at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, tell your friends about the show, too, if, you, if they're science fiction fans, if they're really into the show. Um, you know, we, obviously, we are critical of the show, but we love the show. We wouldn't be doing this otherwise. Yeah. So, um, cause I'm, cause you know, we've had one Quite or two people be like, things, Oh, you yeah. guys are dicks for criticizing this. You're not supposed yeah. to know the answers. I'm like, well, you're, pro- you're, you're, pro- they're proposing to tell us the origins of humanity are all incorrect. And they're actually this thing. Yeah. So you better have some interesting evidence or whatever too. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, if you like our sense of humor and you like beer, craft beer, then listen to, uh, uh, or another podcast, Beer Craft Beer. No, uh, yeah. Beer There, Drunk That. Uh, it's on the same podcast services. It is Beer There, Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer There, Drunk That on Facebook. Um, yeah, this uh, this show comes out roughly every Tuesday. That show comes out roughly every Wednesday. So they're both weekly yeah. shows. Double um, down, baby. Yeah. And, um, yeah, here's an interesting little thing, too. If you're a big fan of ours and uh, we're always looking for ideas for, like, Maybe like little one-off episodes or things too. But if there's other shows, kind of like Ancient Aliens, that you think would be good for us to dive into that are like introducing something pretty gnarly or whatever too, we've had a couple ideas ourselves. We'd like to hear your feedback on that Maybe some – what's a ghost hunter? Like ghost adventures or things like that where there's, again, some pretty compelling proof but also a lot of kind of weird Weird holes. coming. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of weird holes happening. Yeah. Uh, we'll review weird holes we find on our trips to trips to the various truck stops of America. Yeah, um, we're shooting this documentary. And by shooting it, I mean shooting loads. Yeah. while shooting on our phones. Rat spraying hard. Rat spraying hard, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just rat spraying over here. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Very sharp, tight little stream. Yeah. Uh, kind of like Bucky Larson style. Well, how I get my poison out, and that's the rat, rat poison. Oh, yeah. caught, so I'm shooting rats. Because <laughs> they eat it up, and then they die. Um, and you call the girls, you fuck rats. Yeah. <laughs> and and by poison. girls, I mean guys. Right. <laughs> I have poisonous cum. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it uh, for probing ancient aliens. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to castrate ourselves. And hybridize our DNA there with a toilet. <laughs> yeah. And it will be. Yeah, we're going to right. Catherine or <laughs> I couldn't think of what our episode was. <laughs> we're going to. Oh, we're going to devastate yeah. the toilet with some spook and a Beppo, baby. Only pizza shits in this house, fucker. <laughs> then we're going to split the DNA of that cannoli into my fucking forearm and have snacks forever. Shit so hard it's like nuclear fusion happening, motherfucker. I think uh, I'm- <laughs> Bye. Bye.